0: Welcome to the Future of Agriculture podcast, the show that explores the people, companies and ideas that are shaping the future of agribusiness. Innovation, resourcefulness and collaboration are essential for feeding a growing population and we believe the agriculture industry is up for the challenge. Please welcome your host, Tim Hammerich. Hello, and thank you so much for downloading this episode of the Future of Agriculture podcast. My name is Tim Hamrich. I'm an agribusiness recruiter, and it's my pleasure to bring you these stories every week of the people, companies, and ideas shaping the future of agriculture. This show is a part of the Farm and Rural Ag Network, so if you like ag podcasts and blogs and vlogs, head over to farmruralag.com to learn more about some other great ones that we have out there. This episode is going to be a unique episode, and I'm really excited to share this with you. This has been a long time in the making. Uh, Those of you who have been around a while will remember back in episode 102, I spoke with Jim Lohr, the CEO of Cool Planet, about biochar. Well, since that time, I've I've kept in touch with the folks over at Cool Planet, and we had come together on an idea uh, to launch this brand new project that's called Stories from the Soil. And the whole idea is that we traveled all over the country, visiting people, visiting their operations and learning about their perspective about soil health. And I want to get more into today why that's important. Why are we spending so much effort on soil health? And you'll really get to understand through this series how everybody's looking at it a little bit differently because, of course, they're solving local problems related to soil health, but there are certainly some principles and a focus on soil health that is certainly yielding dividends for some farmers across the country. Now, Cool Planet is converting this Stories from the Soil into an awesome video series, which you can go check out over at storiesfromthesoil.com. My contribution is I get to record this raw footage of these conversations that we're having on the ground level at the farms across the country and get to convert that audio into podcasts for you. So... This format will sound a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit more of me sort of narrating with sound bites from the people we visited, but I think you're really going to enjoy and appreciate sort of the rawness of the conversation and the realness of these uh, farmers and land stewards and scientists and uh, business people around the country. so I'm really, really excited to share these with you. And Today is the first of what will probably be a six-episode series where we're going to recap this journey of stories from the soil. You're going to get to hear all sorts of different perspectives. We're not going to run these consecutively. In fact, I'm I'm interjecting this one right in the middle, as you know, of our other series called Accelerating Ag Tech. These will probably be scattered out through the next few months, but I think you'll really enjoy the stories that we captured. I'm certainly excited to share them. These episodes, like I said, were recorded usually on the farm or in a shop. And so the quality may not be as good as you're used to, although I think it's still pretty dang good. And the format's going to be a little bit different. But again, that's going to be a good thing. It'll be a nice change of pace in some ways. Uh, The idea here though is to get on the ground perspective about issues related to soil health and we can only get that perspective by visiting people in person. So I want to give a big thank you to Cool Planet for working with me on this project and we are going to start it off today by bringing back Jim Lohr who who again was on episode 102. I wanted to bring him back. I met with him in Johnstown, Colorado. Thank you to West Plains Grain who let us use their facility and some nearby farms uh, to conduct this interview. But I I just wanted to get his perspective on, on why soil health. Obviously, they are a soil amendment company. They have a, an engineered biocarbon that facilitates habitat for microbial activity in the soil. So, uh, soil is something that he's obviously very passionate about and the company's uh, values very highly. Uh, but I thought it was unique for any company to decide that this is the way they wanted to approach things by going out and listening, by capturing the stories of of the soil, the stories of the farmers and land stewards around the country. So this episode is gonna start off with just a little bit from Jim Lohr about why soil health is so important that we need to do this series. Here's Jim.
1: The concept of soil health has been talked about for five, six, seven years at the most. Um, and it really, sp- an individual called named Bill Buckner, who Bill is president and CEO of the Noble Research Institute. You, then it was a noble, uh, noble Foundation down in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Bill joined the uh, board of directors at Wilbur. And we had a lot of time to talk about what is, what is missing in agriculture? What is the next evolution in agriculture? What are we going to focus on to increase our productivity, increase our profitability, but also maybe gain a little better alignment with society. We're, we're generationally removed from agriculture. So Bill and I spent a lot of time talking about the next evolution of agriculture, and I think we both land on the fact that soil health and improving our foundation of agriculture, you know, the, where we plant our seeds, where we, what holds our crops, you know, how can we make that more productive, uh, more profitable, but uh, also align a little better with what society wants, which is agriculture that's a little more uh, perhaps uh, environmentally aware. I'm not sure we had a name for soil health a few years back, right? So I can remember back before the word plant health or the phrase plant health was uh, evolved in agriculture. Now we're talking about soil health. So we actually have a name or a phrase for good cultural
0: practices. And we're going to get a chance to look at those good cultural practices done all across the, the country and how they are localizing those practices uh, in their farm and in their area, in their state. Uh, but the question still remains, you know, of course, soil health is something everybody can get behind. Nobody's going to advocate for the soils being less healthy. <laughs> but, but what does it really mean? You know, what is soil health. Why is it so important? Uh, So I asked Jim that question of when he thinks about soil health and a healthy soil, uh, what is it about the soil that makes it healthy? Here's his answer.
1: When I think of soil health, so I think of the soil's ability to hold water, to hold nutrition so that you don't get leach and runoff, but also healthy soil you know, they tell me that there's about a billion soil microbes in every teaspoon of soil. Those microbes help facilitate the uptake of water and nutrition to the plant. They help re- reduce stressors to plants. So having a healthy soil biome is important. Hold water, hold nutrition, create a, a good habitat for soil biology.
0: And those microbes in the soil need to be fed, and they feed primarily on carbon sources. Uh, and as I learned from talking to Jim, there are multiple different types of carbon. Of course, the Cool Terra product that they sell is a type of carbon, uh, but also most of the soil health practices that we witnessed across the nation have to do with providing food for beneficial microbes in the soil by putting carbon back in the soil, whether that is cover crops or reducing tillage, whatever the case may be, the idea is to facilitate habitat for these microbes uh, and I asked Jim a little bit more about carbon specifically being such an important food source and the types of carbon that we look for in
1: soils. Really if you think about soil carbon there's there's three different three different uh, types of soil carbon. There's, there's your very labile, your compost, your manure type uh, carbons, uh, decaying cover crops, till down or decaying root systems of crops is a good form of, of, of labile. Then you have the humic fraction of carbon, which is basically the humics uh, a little more complex than the labile forms and, and really is the energy source for the soil biology. And then the recalcitrant carbon is, I look at it as kind of the structure uh, that you're putting into the soil. It's the habitat for the soil biology. Uh, a little bit like a coral reef in the ocean, the recalcitrant carbon or fixed carbon in the soil, um, it creates that habitat for for soil biology, uh, health and life. Do they have a habitat? Does your soil hold nutrition? Does your soil hold moisture? All those things are, are soil health.
0: Okay, so with all the talk out there about soil health and with all the investment pouring into ag and ag tech, it just doesn't seem like I come across a whole lot of new products being rolled out specifically to build soil health. And so I was curious about what opportunities are out there for growers, because I'll be honest with you, as we traveled around and talked to them, most of the farmers' soil health efforts really relied on sort of age-old principles of, of cover crops and reduced tillage and that sort of thing. Um, so I was curious about what tools are out there for the farmer, and, and here's what Jim had to share.
1: Yeah, I think there's going to be a number of tools that have to be developed for, for soil health. Um, if we think about soil health or we talk about the structure of the soil, uh, Cool Planet has a technology, a, a fixed carbon material that goes into the soil that, that basically provides a habitat for the soil biology. It helps hold nutrients in the root zone of a plant. It helps hold water in the root zone or the rhizosphere of a plant. Provides a, a little bit like a coral reef effect in the soil for soil biology. Okay, So that's one tool to think about. The other tool is so what is the soil biology? How can we improve the soil biology? Is it through cover crops and the incorporation of more labile forms of carbon? Uh, So there's lots of companies working on new soil biology uh, uh, products and technology that can be incorporated into our soils to to increase uh, the health and productivity of the soil. Other companies are working on tools that are they're basically food or energy sources for the, for the soil biologies that's there. So I think it's going to take multiple products, multiple technologies, be it carbon, be it, uh, uh, cover crop, cover crops, cover crop seed, be it nutrition for the soil biology or the incorporation of new biology in the soil to really improve the, the soils that we have. Um, the fact that Cool Planet had one of those technologies excited me a lot and uh, a firm believer that, that uh, soil health really is the next evolution of agriculture, the next movement that provides increased productivity that the world's going to need for the population growth, but also that soil health can be very profitable for our growers.
0: What we find is this concept of nurturing the soil and taking care of the soil is not new. And a lot of these soil building practices, these soil health practices are not new at all either. But what if we can combine modern technology in a way that is focused on building these soils more effectively, whether that's building more organic matter or building it faster or building more capacity in the case of Terra uh, for microbial activity for the right types of microbes to help the plant. We've seen on this podcast, as a matter of fact, companies that have these beneficial microbes and the results that they can have on crops. So it's exciting when you think about a biological approach, another word we've talked about a lot on this show, And what can happen when we combine modern technology with uh, ecologically focused principles? And I think soil health fits right in there. And that was one of the amazing things about going on this journey of stories from the soil is getting to see how farmers are implementing new technologies uh, to build the biology on their farms And in their soils. But I wanted to know from Jim's perspective, why was he excited about stories from the soil? At the time we had this interview, uh, we hadn't yet gone on this trip. And I I just wanted to hear about what was causing him to want to make this investment on behalf of Cool Planet uh, to get the stories from the farmers across the nation. Here's what he said.
1: You know, in my career, concepts, ideas, answers, solutions best come from farmers and best come from people, boots on the ground, knowledgeable about rates, crops, application, you know, what's it going to take for a concept or a product or a technology to be successful? Uh, I think if you think you can do that sitting in a corner office somewhere, uh, you're probably going to be unsuccessful. And so we're excited to listen to People in the industry, people who are knowledgeable in about agriculture, about soil health, who are also excited about it. They're looking for that, they're looking for that change. They're looking for that technology, uh, and they're willing to share their thoughts and ideas about that. That's that's what we want to to get out of this, is is good thoughts, good ideas that that can help our company, our technology and our product uh, meet their needs. I think it's a, it's a noble approach uh, for, for Cool Planet to want
0: to get out there and hear from these farmers, especially as they listen to feedback that will guide the technologies and solutions that they offer. But I'll be honest, for me, from a selfish standpoint, I was in it for the people and for the stories and getting to actually visit and see for myself and uh, put my hands in the soil and actually get to visit one-on-one with these farmers and these scientists and these business owners and these land stewards all across the nation. I'll tell you, it was an absolute blast. And and we're going to go through, as we do more of these podcast episodes on stories from the soil, we're going to go through those stories. And and I would highly encourage all of you to check out the videos at storiesfromthesoil.com, storiesfromthesoil.com. Head over there. And I know at least the first video is up and and the rest of the videos will also be up very shortly. So check in, stay tuned and and also join the conversation. Uh, The neat thing about soil is that it is Definitely diverse. Uh, however, the process of fostering soil health through microbial activity, uh, through carbon, uh, through um, trying to do these management practices that best um, build soil health over time. Those principles did seem to be universal uh, as we talk to people all around the country. Um, and if there's one takeaway I'll just share with you right now, it's this. Uh, farmers are focused on soil health. Maybe that term hasn't been around a long time, um, but it is a priority to build the soil and in most cases pass that very soil on to future generations. And uh, I'm excited to share more specifically about those stories that we were able to capture in this journey.
1: Agriculture is, is humanity. Agriculture is people. Agriculture is the grandfather, the the father, the son, the grandson or granddaughter who's out there farming the land. Hearing hearing what their issues and thoughts are is important. The ability to look across generations is important. The ability to think from from a gender standpoint do men think about it different than women? Does grandpa think about it different than than son? So I think the the soil health understanding and messaging from stories from the soil is going to help us look at a wide cross section, uh, cross section people who are individual, you know, they're they're entrepreneurs, they're they're family farmers, all the way to industrial agriculture. So I think we're going to get a a wide, uh, wide swath of, of understanding and discussion uh, about soil health. I truly do believe this is a topic worth exploring. and I'm really glad we're able to do it in both video
0: and podcast form. I hope in addition to that, that you will engage in this conversation either in the comments of the videos or on Twitter and share your perspectives on soil health because they do vary. You know, Some people are adamant about absolutely no-till in every situation. Other people say that doesn't work in their area. There are a lot of perspectives out there about how to build soils and there isn't one right way. Agriculture is a very localized, system, a very localized business, and there should be a lot of perspectives out there. But the the truth is, we should all be working together to see what we can do to build healthier soils. And uh, I'm really excited uh, about this series and being able to share it with you and look forward to engaging with you about soil
1: health. We're going to be out in eight or ten different areas across the United States, different soils, different, uh, different crops. We're going to be talking to, to farmers, some small farmers, some large farmers, some young farmers, some older farmers. The reality is what we want to, to, to really glean from them is what does soil health mean to them? How are they thinking about soil health? How are they thinking about the tools that could improve their soil health? And what are they what are their their expectations for a return on that that thinking that time that energy and the money that they may spend on technologies to improve their soil?
0: Thank you to Jim Lore and all the folks at Cool Planet for putting this Stories from the Soil project together. I hope you'll go check out that URL storiesfromthesoil.com and uh, take a look at the videos as they come out and join the conversation along the way. Really appreciate your time and attention and uh, very pleased to have Uh, the Future of Agriculture podcast and myself in partnership with Cool Planet on this exciting project. I hope that you uh, can appreciate uh, the importance of our soils and soil health and join us in this uh, fun adventure. So thanks so much for listening. We'll be back and resuming our series on Accelerating Ag Tech next week. Thank you for listening to the Future of Agriculture podcast with Tim Hammerich. Visit futureofag.com. That's futureofag.com today to get connected into careers in the agriculture industry. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.